Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, Sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. <laughs> man, if y'all only knew, I think I'll tell it to you. Uh, this morning, man, started off real crazy. But it's just those little mishaps where we as people who are striving to be successful um, that makes all the difference in the world. When you have those little minor things that come up, you can't let the minor things stop you. You've got to keep pressing forward. Now, could I have played the role of where is my car? Where is my car? Oh, where is my car? Instead of hustling and grab a cab. So what am I? Am I above a cab ride now? Or, or or do I have to look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I could act like a little spoiled brat, some type of star, and go, I don't ride in cabs, or where's my car, and then go to blaming people for not having a car, or do I make the adjustments? Because ain't like I ain't been in a cab before now. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been in a, in a, in a beat-up car before. Slow down. Ain't ever like I ain't never had a car and rode a bus before. Slow down. Ain't like I ain't never been homeless before and ain't have nowhere to go. Slow down. So in those moments right there, always remember where you come from. But even more importantly, always remember where you're trying to go. Because it's important for me that I get here as many mornings as I possibly can. It's important because that's the goal. And so many people allow a minor things to stop them on their road to success. And I'm giving you this example today. Not to say, hey, look at me, but to say to you, hey, listen to me. 
there are going to be a lot of things that's going to happen along your way to being successful. And if you allow the small things to stop you, there's no way you'll make it. You've got to always press forward and stop looking at the situation for what it is. And look, sometimes you have to take your eye off of right now and put your eye on the future. You know, God has blessed me in so many ways. I mean, what can I say? You know, I ask God for this syndicated show. He gives me a syndicated show. Now I act like I don't want to come to it. Hold on, man. Slow down. Did not you ask for this? Do I not realize that there are certain people, man, who look forward to this message in the morning? I've heard it from people. So from the hundreds that I've heard it for, that could represent thousands for all I know. So if I think somebody's counting on me, I got to try to get there and give something. So today I didn't have any time at all to think about what I might say. I just walked right in and the jingle was playing. And so I decided to just tell you about my day and maybe you can relate it to something you're going through along the way. Because no matter who you are, you're going to have some moments, man, where things are going to happen. And like I always tell my kids, and I just had this conversation with my little girl, it ain't that things ain't going to happen. It's how you handle what happens that matters. But it don't matter. It's how you handle what happens that's the determining factor on where you get in life and how soon you get there and how long you stay there. There will always be a mishap, something that's going to throw you off. There will always be something, man, that could deter you. There will be something somewhere, man, that will make you doubt it. Now that you know that's going to happen, then let's talk about how you handle what happens because it's going to happen. So now what do you do as a person when these moments come about in your life? How do you handle them? Oh, woe is me. Oh, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, if the Lord wanted me to have this, I'd have that. Do you know how many times you hear people say that? You know, man, it really irks me, man. Stop using God as your excuse. God ain't no excuse. God is a reason. He's a reason why the good happens. He's a reason. He's not an excuse. God don't have no excuses in none of his scriptures or writings. Not that I have. He just don't make excuses. I would have done this, but, you know. There's a scripture that says the poor will all shall always be amongst us. Why that's got to be you? Yeah, he said the poor will always be amongst us because he know everybody ain't going to follow the principles of success. But he also said he came to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. He said that too. But, oh, no, you don't want to hear that because your life kind of tripping out a little bit. So now what you do with it? Now you twist it. And you go to that one little scripture that say, well, the poor shall always be amongst us. Well, that's put in there because that's a, that's a just in case. See, that's a just in case y'all don't want to follow the scriptures. That's just in case you don't understand that faith without works is dead. That's just in case you have not because you ask not. It's just in case you don't believe and shall not doubt. He got all that in there. But in case you don't want to do that, There is a scripture that tells you what will happen if you don't do it. And here it is. The poor shall always be amongst us. But then you get that when they say, well, I guess that's the Lord's will. Lord's will, really? 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 That's amazing. I just don't believe that about him. I don't believe that God created your life to be a life of misery. I think that we make decisions along the way that cause us to have lives of misery. But I really, really just don't believe that God created you for that. 
I've heard uh, Nelson Mandela speak. And, you know, you got to go, wow, all those years in prison, man. What was it about? When you hear him speak, you understand what it was about. He said he always knew he would be free one day. Now, what he said he never knew was, he said he never knew that he would be the president of that country. Oh, my goodness. What a long way around. But he could have sat there and got involved in prison activities that wasn't up to par and things like that. And they said whenever young inmates used to come in, he was telling the story one time of how young inmates used to come into the prison. They all sit around and talk to him about what they were doing and how many kids they had in their lives. And it helped them keep track of the outside a little bit. And, and it kept a sense of time for them and reminded them to talk about what they left behind. And it kept them going because something was greater on the other side. Had he allowed that to stop him? Had he allowed the imprisonment, which is a pretty major deal, oh, by the way, then guess what? He would have never been the Nelson Mandela that we know today, a martyr, a leader, a great force. People want to go around him. Even people that imprisoned him could not understand his, his, his staunch strength, his faith, his unwavering commitment. They couldn't understand it. So things are going to happen in your life, but it's how you handle what happens that matter. So keep pushing, y'all. Don't let the little things get in the way, okay? And if you just, sometimes you just don't know. I got in the cab thinking I wasn't going to make it, but at least let's go see. Let's try. I made it. Now, guess what? That gives me another piece of information that I have. And all I, I had to see it again today. Guess what I said today? Man, sometimes when it look like you ain't going to make it, just go ahead on anywhere. Now, I could still be back there at the hotel talking about where my car. But I got up in here, I made it. So now, what y'all going to do with it? Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ride, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Before we get started, I'm allowing my longtime old friend of mine, Roscoe Wallace, come in to explain what is going on. He is currently involved in a $3 trillion lawsuit against the entire music industry for theft, publishing rights, writing, and recording dues due to him for having written, as he claims, mostly every major hit ever recorded. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Roscoe Wallace. <laughs> thank you, baby. Thank you, everybody. Everybody went to college, Shirley, Mississippi, all the fellas and everything. Here's another song that's involved in the lawsuit that I need credit for. One, two, one. Oh, she's a brick house. Oh, Lord. She's mighty, mighty. Or just letting it all hang out. Oh, she's a brick, brick. What now? Come on. I said, house. She's the one, the only one, built like an Amazon. She's got everything that a woman needs. <laughs> ah, well, that's mine, too. Thank you, Steve. Just want the Commodores to know. Sorry, Lionel. Had to involve y'all in it, but you know the deal. So thank y'all. That's another song I wrote. Y'all take it away. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Uh, Roscoe. Yeah. Bye, that's Roscoe. Boy. Yeah. That's yeah. Roscoe, boy. This, this lawsuit is growing. We're going to get this money. We're going to yeah. get it. Three trillion dollars. Three trillion. 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 Three trillion.
confidence. Oh. Y'all, y'all? He going to get this money. I, I ain't going to say nothing because he going to come back. He, he thinks what it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> oh, I heard you. You don't go right. See, listen to Carla. The evidence. See, you, you, let, let, you need her, evidence in a lawsuit, Roscoe, right? Hit evidence. Listen to me, baby. L- listen to Do me. you see how my heart be in these songs right here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that, it, but that doesn't that make it. That come from somebody that wrote it. It means something to them. See, you don't know nothing about that. Well, once again, though, I tell you what. I tell you what. I'm listening. We both know who ain't wrote it. You. <laughs> no, no. You. <laughs> I'm claiming you shaming. Oh, oh, I'm going to turn that into a here, song, Roscoe. too. That's a song right there, Roscoe. Yeah. Right, I'll be there. Oh, oh, Shirley. That boy be writing. That boy be Bye, writing. Bye, Junior. Shut up, Tommy. <laughs> uh, man, uh, I don't know we got no time to do it now. Uh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I tell, I'll bring it to you tomorrow. But right. you're going to love it, though. I know All that. Right. These I kids need no some time. help. <laughs> All right, I'm here for you. Yeah, the kids want. need some help. On, you know, I, I, I try to be there for people and everything. That's like I'm there for Roscoe because, you know, yeah. everybody, yeah. you know, a lot of people uh, playing him off with this lawsuit and they're not giving him no airtime to explain his position. But on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, I think it's important, man, to hear people out because you don't know. And yeah. if, he di- if he is right, we're going to remember this friendship. Yeah. You champion the underdog all the time. You do. You know, hey man, if he get a half a trillion, oof. Oh yeah. You know he might, <laughs> he might break me off a, a billion. Yeah, all good. right, that's your boy. Yeah, yeah, man. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, we're gonna kick the show off with nephew Tommy's "Run That Prank Back" right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Time to start our morning off with "Run That Prank Back" and the nephew. What you got, Neff? I got a dose of stupid for you, Shirley. Uh, Gene, I got your girl. Gene, I got your girl. It's just a nice little couple of doses of stupid, Shirley. A couple of teaspoons of stupid. It wasn't going to be educational. I know that. I know that. I know <laughs> oh. He always states the obvious. Oh, oh you want an educational <laughs> stupid, stupid, just stupid play prank. prank, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, cat. Gene, I got your girl. Hello? It's me, the Gene. Yeah, what's up? Who this? My name is Vernon, brother. What's playing? What's going on? Need to holler at you for a minute, my man. About what? I want to holler at you about your wife. So you got a minute? Yeah, I'm listening. Uh, I don't even know how to break this to you, dog. I just want to be straight up with you, man. Me and your wife been kind of seeing each other. And uh, really, she want to let you go, but she ain't, you know, she really ain't got it, got it up in her to say she want to let you go. So you uh-huh. know. I'm coming to you like a man and letting you know, you know, that uh, she really wanted to shut it down with you. We've been seeing each other for a minute now. Uh-huh. So I don't know how we can, you know, I'm just coming at you like a man, brother, trying to let you know she don't even really want you no more. You know, right. we, we done talked about it, talked about it, and uh, I'm just trying to get it all I know. I'm tired. Right. I'm tired of hiding with it, really. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, it's a lot smoother than I expected, player. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, long long as you, long as you cool. I, I thought, you know, I just want to be a man call and holler at you and let you know. Have you seen her today? And where you from? From Jersey. I'm up around Newark. I mean, you said it's a lot smoother than you thought it was going to be. Well, you know, 
anytime some another man finna call another man about his wife, I mean, yeah, you don't expect it to be nothing, you know, pretty simple. That's for sure. I, mean, yeah. I didn't contemplate it a long time by calling you, so I, you know, today I just said to hell with it. How you get my number? No, I've been had your number. I done had your number a long time. All right, now you say you looking. Uh, it's a lot smoother than you thought it's gonna be. It ain't that smooth, but you know. You don't. Like, you know, like the, the the thing is, you got one up on me because you know my information. Now I gotta come find you. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up now. Yeah. You feel oh, like? Oh no, I don't need to hold up. You uh, tell what you gonna say. Okay. You feel like you need to be looking for me or something? Yeah. Brother, look, look at man. Let's check this out. This is a decision that the wife has made. You understand what I'm saying? See, you have no reason to be mad at me about anything. You have no reason to be coming looking for me or any information on me. Because, see, when that happens, then it's going to really get stanky up in here. And I'm trying not to let that happen. That's why I'm calling you like a man, brother. Trust me, man. It ain't nothing that I'm never worried about. Okay. Well, I'm just letting you know, man. I'm letting you know up front. She, we, me and her contemplated a long time, yada, yada. So now, you know, here we are. So I said, you know what the hell with it? I'm calling today. Y'all should have did this on the phone together. I'd respect both of y'all a lot more. Okay, well, you know, and, and then, you know, if, if that's what it's got to be, we'd be face-to-face -face together, whatever it's got to be, man. So well, that's what I prefer, you know. Okay. So, but but let me ask you this here. Where is going in? Once we both stand flat-footed and tell you how it is, then what? I ain't, I ain't going to never be flat-footed. Okay, well, well, well flat-footed or upside down, any way you want to look at it, bro. I'm trying not to get into this physical part, but it seemed like you're leaning that way with me. It could be whatever, you know. It could be on this side of the dirt or the other side. It don't make a difference. It, it, it never does, brother. It never does. When two bulls come together, one of them got to go down. Now, guess what? We ain't doing too much talking. You got my information. Guess what? Now, I'm lock loaded and hunting for you. You lock and loaded? There's no need for you to say it. There's no need for us to discuss anymore. Okay, cool. You know, while, while we at it, man, let me go and drop it all on you then. Because it seems like we need to go and get it all out the way. You cool? Right. You know what I'm saying? I think you need, you know, matter of fact, if you want to just keep it all the way real, you might want to go take a blood test about Alana and make sure you the papa to that. All right. Feel me? Got it. So uh, I'm going to have your wife give you a call, man, because we didn't contemplate it too long, and it's time. You do, yeah, you do that. You know my information. Like I said, you, you said enough. You hit enough bones there. Now I'm really locked loaded and hunting for somebody. So you know what? I mean, somebody got to go. What you Whether mean? Me or you. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's all this somebody got to go? What, huh? you, what you saying? Somebody got to go. Somebody got to go. Like, okay, you talking about either me or you? One of us got to yeah. go? See, see, because you're saying the wrong thing, because what you must understand is if I've given you as much information as I already have, that means I have enough information to know where you are, brother. You know yeah. nothing about me nor where I reside. So if you're going to talk about lock and load and somebody got to go, then you're saying it to the wrong person because I'm already up on you, player. You at, got first to... off, you do... at first off, you ain't really a North because you got a country accent. So second off, like you're dealing with a real street So however you want to handle it, you know my information. Guess what? I don't reside there no more. I ain't been no more. So guess what? Now you got to start from scratch like me. So i tell you what, man. Homeboy. Here go the math, man. You ready for that? You ready for this math? You ready, player? Here go What's the, the mouth. This nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You've been pranked by your wife. I'm a killer. <laughs> yeah, black man, chill out, boy. You you, you kind of had me scared for a minute because you really wasn't flinching. You whatever you eating over there, you never did stop eating on it. 
Oh, I ain't gonna stop eating. <laughs> I'm gonna keep eating. So um, I listen to y'all every morning. What's the baddest radio morning show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> y'all don't feel that kind of stupid this morning. Don't nobody feel it. I tell you what, though, he wasn't concerned about you because he never stopped eating the entire time. <laughs> oh, okay, partner. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> when you afraid, Tommy. Play too yeah. much, Tommy. Keep it stupid, Shirley. I want to thank everybody in Jacksonville, Florida, that came out to hang out with your boy. I acted, a, my daddy say, a star-nated fool up in there. And the star-nated fool now is on his way to Dayton, Ohio. Okay, at the convention center. That's this coming Saturday, the 20th. That's right. Stupid is on his way. 30, 40 some degree weather. I don't care. I'm going to put a sweater on stupid and I'm going to act as ignorant as I can. Promise you. Get your tickets. 30 degree. You're going to need more than a damn sweater. You've been in Houston too damn long. You're going to be in the hospital in your sweater. All right. Thank you, nephew. I need a peacoat. Coming up next, ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in trending entertainment news, uh, celebrity couple alert, okay? Singer Adele and sports agent business owner Rich Paul, they are in the news. Also in entertainment news, Lil Nas X is going to appear on the Maury Povich Show. What? And uh, yeah, I know, he right? He's not the father, though. I know oh. that. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> And uh, we're going to talk to you about, here's this question. Should you go back to your old job, your old employer? We'll talk about that because Cam Newton did. Cam Newton did. This we'll is talk about all job. of these stories mm-hmm, at the top of the hour. But right now, it is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO. All right, here we go. This one is from Winky in Kansas City. Winky says, I'm a personal trainer and my husband is a bit overweight and it's bad for my business. I'm not ashamed of him at all because he was ill and gained the weight. What I won't do though is hang out in public with him because he's bad for my brand. We're both 58 and he's a former athlete. He's part of my online wellness classes and I suggested he let me do the videos until he's in shape. My best friend told me I'm being a brat and not helping my husband at all. Are my actions toward him offensive? Well, your husband can't be in the health videos and he ain't healthy. He can't be in the workout videos and he don't look like he do them except for the shoot. So, no, you're not being. And your husband know the deal. He's an athlete. He knows that he got to rise to the occasion, pass the test, make the team. He know all of that. So just say, baby, look, until we get it back together, I need to just do these videos alone. Now, you need to help your husband, though. Are you shame to be with him in public and all that? Mm-mm. Yeah, you know. Because no, something could happen to you, little Miss Cute Thing. <laughs> you know. As soon as one of y'all gained weight, we can't say a damn thing about that, can we? <laughs> now, you all didn't got your husband on. No, no, no. We can't say nothing. <laughs> nope, sir. Does this dress fit? Of course it does. How <laughs> yeah. I look from behind. Oh, perfect, baby. Good. You know how I many oh, you, know, you know you know how I many men rode to the event with they with their spouse in the car talking to themselves. I can't believe she put this on today. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no, sir, 
don't do yeah, that, y'all. You're say it to yourself. You got, no, that's to like, yourself. That's yeah, to yourself. Yeah, that, and that's where it needs to stay. <laughs> Shirley? All right. Thank you. Moving on. This one's from Tamia in Columbus, Georgia. Tamia says, my husband called me Sunday to tell me he tested positive for COVID and he's been staying at a hotel. He'd be staying at a hotel for seven days. It made a lot of sense at first until I found out he went to work Monday. I popped up at his job and he had it on. He had on two masks and said he couldn't miss any days at work and asked me not to make a scene because no one knew he tested positive. I asked to see his paperwork and he said a nurse called him and said he's positive. Is he lying and trying to cheat on me or is he really sick? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. If he put on double mask and went to work, he's being a butthole, and that's not fair to the people. He could have COVID, and he's staying in the hotel for a week. He could have it. Now, what do you want to do? Go over there and stay with him and catch it yourself? Well, what you want to do? I don't know what your husband is up to. It sounds like it could be true. But he can't miss no work. I don't know how they work. Do they have laws that protect people who COVID and got and got to go to work? I think there's something in place because it's such an infectious disease. I think there's something in place for COVID where they can't dock your pay. A great I mean, excuse to, to get a hotel room. To to I mean, you need to stay home. <laughs> well, he really needs to stay infected. home. Yeah. So you think I like the hotel for 10 days, though. I like that. Uh-huh. But then why is he at work with double masks? Because he can't miss work. It's some, here's the wrongness of it. Okay. If you have COVID and you're at work with two masks on. That's it. That's the wrongness. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you need to be Very quarantined, partner. And she just wants to find out the rightness of it all. All right. Moving on. Cammie in Raleigh says, I'm a 29-year-old newlywed, and my husband and I have a two-year-old daughter. We're having Thanksgiving at our townhouse, and my mother and my in-laws are coming. I have told my mother that she can sleep in the baby's room, and I got my in-laws a room at a hotel that's less than a mile from our house. I got a call from my mother-in-law, and she said she wants to stay at our house, and my mom should get a room. My husband told me I can either cancel dinner or put my mom in a hotel too. Is he right? Wow. Come on, CLO. Well, we're having typical Uh-oh. young marital problems. I've been involved in all of this. Uh, but the best thing to do is to treat everybody equal. That's the best way. Because you're a young couple, this is your first Thanksgiving together and everything. Now your mama gets to come over there and stay in the other room. Now the other lady want to stay in the other room too and think her mama ought to, your mama ought to get put in the hotel. I think everybody should be in the hotel and just make an announcement as adults. Look, I don't want to show favoritism one way or the other. So everybody that comes to town, we're going to have to get everybody a hotel room because I don't want Miss Miss Peterson to feel, uh, Mama Peterson to feel slighted, and I don't need Mama Janice to feel slighted. 
So both of you all are grandmothers and welcome into the baby's world. And we want it all to be equal. So both of you are going to have to get hotel rooms. That's the way it should have worked. The problem you have is you've already told your mom she could stay at the house. And now your husband that came in and said, your mama either got to get to a hotel too or we ass going to have to cancel dinner. Dinner is canceled. Dinner is canceled. <laughs> Why can't they all stay there? Because it's too small. They don't have enough rooms so? for, for the it's in-laws. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, I know, but you know, in-laws ain't don't fit into the family. You know, <laughs> the family can stay in the same house, but yeah. the in-laws... We don't it's know the, y'all. We just met you. We ain't really family. <laughs> I thought she put them in there. I don't know. The, the mom, his mom and dad at a hotel that's very close. And then her mom, since she's single by herself, she's staying in there with the baby. That's what I thought. But I thought anyway. I think so too. To anyway, help we're with moving the baby. on. Yeah. 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 She could help her with the baby. Anyway, uh, Toya in Kansas says, "I'm in a relationship with a married man." And his wife found out about us, so she went up to my job and told my boss. My boss is a Karen, and she was cheated on, so she said she was going to make an example out of me. I don't know what that means, and I'm terrified to go to work. She doesn't know if I'm really messing with the man. Can she legally embarrass me like that? What should I do? Uh, No, she can't. I'm pretty sure Karen can't do that. Gonna make an example of her. You, you mess with uh, hearsay. You can't do that. And you can't bring this woman's personal life from a non-employee into this office. Are you crazy? Karen probably thinks she can. All right. Uh, thank you, CLO. We're moving on. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go, guys, with this big celebrity couple alert. Uh, They've been seeing each other for a minute, but now they're real, you know, out in the open with it. Uh, Singer Adele revealed to Rolling Stone that she met Rich Paul on a blind date following her divorce. Adele also called her relationship with Rich Paul the most incredible, open-hearted, and easiest one she's ever been in. Rich Paul, of course, Steve, was born in Cleveland, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he met LeBron. That's what we do. We go get the big ones. Yeah, he, he met LeBron James in 2002, back in 2002. Within a year, uh, Rich Paul joined James, uh, his inner circle, and started working with him professionally after he was drafted into the NBA by the Cleveland Cavaliers. And now they have their own sports agency called Clutch Sports, which represents over 25 players. That includes Anthony Davis, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons, and more. So what do you think about that, Steve, from Cleveland, everything? Well, I mean, I don't really know Rich Paul personally Mm -hmm. uh, at all. Mm -hmm. And I do not know Adele at all. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) what I think really the hell ain't important. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just being real with you. Yeah, I don't care about the little Cleveland connection. I mean, do you, partner, if you like a nice looking girl and everything, I don't. I'm happy for them. If they're happy, I'm cool. Yeah. All right. You know that was your song, too. Hello. Hello. (laughs) What? What is that? Which one? Didn't you love that song, Hello? And Rolling. From Adele. (laughs) From Adele. (laughs) Sometimes I wonder (laughs) why I'm still here. (laughs) Sometimes I hold on until my deepest fears. 
So tired of being out here picking all day long. Right. It does not so say that. Go inside the shack. Picking all day long. Oh, no, picking my own. I'm tired of picking cotton. Okay, all right. Slaving away. <laughs> Sitting down by the dock step, just catfishing time away. Sure right. hold it on with that whip no more. He's stupid. I got all my cotton. Set it by the back door. Not hello. Mm. <laughs> all right. Rolling in the deep. Stupid. You guys know that Cam Newton is back as quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Cam yeah. said this time last week that he was eating a bowl of cereal. And now he's back as quarterback for his old team, the Carolina Panthers. So many of us have been faced with this question before. Should I go back to my old job? Should I stay where I am? What should I do? Maybe the new job wasn't as wonderful as you thought it would be, and now you're able to choose and see your old situation more clearly. So maybe your personal situations have changed. So, Steve, i got to ask you, any advice, you know, if people are faced with this, going back to their own job or staying where they are? Um, I, you know, just with Cam, mm-hmm. uh, my text to Cam would be, God is the architect of some incredible stories. Mm-hmm. That would be my text to him. Mm-hmm. Because that's just the way it works, man. You never know, I mean, how it could work. And sometimes what people think is a setback is really a comeback. Mm-hmm. And people, people, they write you off. They, they can't wait to write you off. Yeah. Ooh, but, but, but they don't know how God works. Okay. And so for me, this whole story was amazing. Now, that's Cam Newton. I don't really care about your job. If you got a, a other job, you, your ass got to get some work. So if you got to go back, you guys got to go back. But your ass got to get to work. Because y'all ain't got that kind of money saved up. You know, it's, it's hard, hard, hard to live like that. I don't give a damn what you got to go back to. You got to get your ass. Because that unemployment doesn't run out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You ain't got time to be, you, you know, you just need some work, get some income coming in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if it's your old job, whatever. You just got to go back do. and get paid. I've only gotta... tried to go back to one job, man. Which I left job? Lincoln and, Lincoln Electric. I oh. tried to go back to Lincoln Electric. I just, it oh. got harder for me after I left. And oh. I went back out there, man. I didn't really want that damn job. And they didn't give it to me either. So no. <laughs> they knew too. Uh, they, yeah, they knew deep down. Too, <laughs> Boy, they pulled my records up and went, eh, nah. So you didn't get it. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So Look at finally, you now. In, uh, Brother, <laughs> finally thank you, Lord. in entertainment news, Lil Nas X uh, is going to appear on Wednesday's episode of the Maury Povich show. Um, yeah. What? <laughs> I was shocked when I heard that, too. Uh, Lil Nas X is appearing on Maury Povich with his ex-boyfriend, uh, Yay, Ariza, in a teaser for the episode, Maury says Montero, which is Nas X's real name, found the love of his life, but but was shocked to discover that he was married. Okay? 
So we've got to watch to find out, but word has it that this episode is full of the kind of drama we've come to expect from the show, like a paternity test and a proposal. What? Mm -hmm. I don't know what your preference is. I normally don't do this, but I'm going to make time to watch this. I think that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm really going to stop what I'm doing and watch this episode. I'm not lying. I'm going to tell you something. Um, On this new judge show that I have, yeah, that's going to air January fourth now. Oh, you got it. They okay. moved it up. You have a oh, date. They moved it up. They're they're thinking some great things here. I've been moved. It was supposed to be a summer release show, and now they moved it up. It's prime time now. Thank you very much. Praise God. Congratulations. Um, I have a. Uh, go, Steve. Go. Um, I'm learning. I have a transgender case. Mm. Uh, yeah, let's okay. just go on and go to we'll break. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was got ready to tell the story, and I went, you can't tell nothing. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right You're after stupid. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A defense attorney for one of three white men standing trial for the 2020 killing of 25-year-old unarmed black man Ahmad Arbery in Georgia has issued an apology in court after expressing concern with the presence of prominent black pastors in the courtroom. Take a listen. There's only so many pastors they can have. And if they are pastors Al Sharpton right now, that's fine, but then that's it. We don't want any more black pastors coming in here or other Jesse Jackson, whoever was in, was in here earlier this week, sitting with the victim's family. Jesse's oh, sick, ain't he? Yeah. What? He must not I know what Jesse Jackson looked like. No, seriously, man. It came out of his mouth because, let me tell you something, man. Racism is deep. Man. So they don't want any more black pastors Mm. coming down to the city because it's tainting the verdict and all. I watched this guy on TV. I went, you're the most ridiculous. But, man, it's he's so so racist and been this way his whole life. He don't even know it. Right. Right. What he's saying is... So offensive. So let me ask you something. If some white pastors came down to support the Aubrey family, that would be okay? Mm-hmm. According to him, it probably would, Steve. It probably mm-hmm. would. Mm-hmm. Listen to what how uh, Reverend Al responded. Um, he released a statement saying, the arrogant insensitivity of attorney Kevin Goh in asking a judge to bar me or any minister of the family's choice underscores the disregard for the value of the human life lost and the grieving of a family in need of spiritual and community support. So there you have it. The and arrogant insensitivity. Yes. <laughs> yes. The I arrogant hope they get every pastor. I hope they get a million March pastors. <laughs> okay, Bishop T.D. Jakes. <laughs> you don't want no black pastor. Pastor Jamal Bryant, all everybody, of them. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Bishop Ulmer, everybody. Yeah. Come everybody on down. Outside. Yeah. Man, I can't, man. The I, audacity to say yeah. something so offensive and racist. This ain't good for you as a defense either, man. If I'm he had no like, problem yeah. telling it. No. No. Yeah, no. he felt no, perfectly he fine saying that. Perfectly uh, casual mm-hmm. saying it. Yeah. Just, we don't That's want right. no black pastors down. What, man? <laughs> Let's Ooh. hear that again, because... Can you run that again, please? There's only so many pastors they can have. And if their pastor's Al Sharpton right now, that's fine. But then that's it. We don't want any more black pastors coming in here. Or other Jesse Jackson, whoever was in was in here earlier this week, sitting with the victim's family. <laughs> Man, what? Hey, dog, how can you say 
you don't want them sitting with the victim's family and they're men of God. That's what they do. They come to people's needs. That's you just a yes. man. You just a sick ass racist. You only get one black pastor, all right? That's it. One black pastor, not a bunch of them. man. All right, uh, we're gonna move on. That that was. Whew. All right, coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's voicemail. 877-29-STEVE, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time to check Steve's voicemail. 877-29-STEVE. All right, Steve, here's a message from uh, Miss Wynn. Miss Wynn is looking for a 60-year-old man. Mm. Hey, Steve Harvey, this is Loyette Wynn. I am 59 years old, single, children grown, own my own house, still paying off my car. But the only bills I have are just utilities and car note insurance with them. And I was just wondering, because I'm up in age, and most people my age that are married are happily so, and those that are not uh, have a tendency to be players. I was just wondering again, where are all the good over 60 men at single ones, that is? Thank you for uh, possibly checking out that question and giving me some sort of answer. Y'all stay blessed, healthy, and safe at the Steve Harvey Morning Show because we are in crucial times with this pandemic. Thank you. Amen. Oh, nice. say amen. 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 Okay, so Shirley, what's her name? Miss Wynn. Now, Miss Wynn, first of all, I don't know where all the 60-year-old <laughs> single men are. I can assure you they're very spread out. So where they are, I don't know. But if you're trying to find one, you're already going about it the wrong way. Here's the best thing for you to do. First of all, stop talking about money. Don't introduce yourself as a woman who's paying, still paying on a car, no, got your own house, got some bills and stuff, got a couple things you're working on. Stop. Stop. That's <laughs> not how you date. Stop doing that. First thing you do, Miss Miss Wynn, get yourself together. Be the best version of 59 that you can be. I strongly suggest dating sites because it opens up your pool of availability. No one knows you're out here single and available unless you put yourself out there. You don't have to go online seeking people. Get somebody who knows how to do dating profiles. Get on the right dating site. Now, the right dating site costs a little bit more. E-Harmony. E-Harmony. These cost a little bit more. Now, are there scammers online? Of course. You can meet a scammer just in real life. There are ways to protect yourself. Get yourself two cell phones, Miss Wynn. And when you meet a guy online that talk to you, the only number you give him out is the burner phone, the one that you bought at Walmart that you put the minutes on. Never give away your real number. And get in the chat and see if you can become friends with some men first. That's what you do. That's okay. my suggestion because dating online increases a woman's pool of availability. The hunters are going to hunt. The mm-hmm. players are still out there. You, mm-hmm. This does not make you player proof, but that's life. Stay prayed up, Miss Wynn. God bless you, and it's going to be all right. But stop talking about your car note 
in your house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us know how it goes, Miss Wynn. All right, uh, here's a question for Junior. Question about Junior. Steve. Hey, Steve. I was just calling to see um, if nephew, uh, I mean, your, your nephew Junior, if he's dating. Oh. Okay, First well, here we go. He ain't uh, okay. Nah, nah. Tommy's going to be upset. Because you nephew. Referring to him as my nephew. Junior is not Steve's nephew. What what do you mean, what? Nephew Junior. (laughs) Well, go ahead. Go on, answer. Nephew Junior, uh, little Junior. (laughs) What? What the hell did you just say? Listen to me. Junior is available. He's available for dating. Now, you need to pick, when you call in asking about people, get your energy up. Cause you sound old, and I'm scared. Is he seeing any somebody wanting him? We gonna be able to gather and meet at the church grounds. Junior is in his forties. Lord, call Steve at eight seven seven twenty nine Steve and leave a message. We just may play yours on the air. Coming up next, try to sound young with today's prank phone call. Right after this, try to sound young. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is... (laughs) Sorry. The subject is... (laughs) I want my boss so bad. Uh, We'll get into... (laughs) I was laughing at something else. We'll get into that a little later. (laughs) But right now, (laughs) the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. (laughs) What you got for us, nephew? We all like them. We all love them. We've all had them. This right here is Girl Scout cookies. What's your favorite? Girl Scout cookies. Let's stop. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, my sweet that. Who's this? Hey, um, how you doing, man? My name is Glenn, man. I work in, uh, I work in Building 2. You work for Media, right? Yeah, what, what, what's going on? So we probably met a couple times. Uh, do you have a girl? you have a girlfriend? Uh, why, what's up? You guys, you guys live together, or or what? Uh, what? What is this your business? Like, what? What's 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 the deal? What's, what's, why are you asking about my girl? Well, let me ask you this here: What's 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 going on with you and at the job? Uh, I what what do you, what do you mean? What's going on with you? Like, like I mean, so, I mean, you you know you know right? I mean, so what? Like, what what's what's the deal? What what who who, who are you? Like, who the, who the are you? Like, what's 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 the what, what is this for? Like, why you? Like, I don't even know you, bro. Right, like, I, 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 just calm down, bro. Just calm down. Like I say, my name is Glenn. I work at Gilda Two, you know. And I know. I'm just telling you now. I know you. Got, I know what you and doing. Okay. I know what y'all doing at the job. I already know, and a couple other people know what's going on. And I know you got a girl. I know you got a girl at home. I know that. What so, so, so what 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 the f- what what is this about? Like why why you call my phone trying to harass me about some bull? Like who are you? Like what 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 is your problem? Like hey man hey 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 calm down man. I ain't finna, I ain't trying to tell you a little secret or nothing like that. I ain't trying to do that. All right, but I but but I'm gonna be real with you. Okay, I like I said, you know, I got one of your names. I got your number from one of our coworkers. Okay, I got your number. I say hey, I want I want to give. In the car, and you talk to him about something. That's how I got your number. So oh, yeah, who gave just, it to you? I, 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 we'll get to that later. 
Okay, we'll get to that later. But let me, but let me say this though. I know what's going on with you and to the guy. All right, and I ain't gonna say nothing about it. You know, that's just our little secret or whatever. But I do have something that I want you to do though. What what do you want, dude? Like what 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 the do you want? You call me bugging me about and all this bull. Like what do you want? What do you want? Well, here it is, man. Listen, I ain't gonna say nothing about what you got going on. All right, that ain't that ain't even. I don't even care about that. But here here's what I do want you to do. I do need some help from you. All right, listen, my little girl is selling Girl Scout cookies. And I want you to buy 50 boxes of them, all right, with, via Cash App, because she got to have them sold by tomorrow morning. Are you kidding me? Dude, bro, you, okay, so you on some blackmails, bull and listen, dude, who the gave you my number? Because you going to call me, ask me to buy some cookies, and you, you should just be a man and ask me about it. Like, don't be calling my phone trying to give me that bull like, come on, man. Like, I, I ain't got no time for this. Like, all I'm asking you to do is buy some damn cookies, man. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I just, I, I, I'm just saying, I just want you to buy some cookies. I need you to buy 50 boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Can you do that no, or not? No, 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 no. You ain't going to call and try to manipulate me into buying, like, your, your, your talking and you're trying to make me buy So I ain't going to do nothing for you. Disrespecting me, calling my phone, trying to act like you, like just trying to manipulate. I ain't down with that, bro. I ain't down. Okay, with well, that. let me let me ask you. So you you don't want to buy my cookies though. So do you want me to call your your girl and see if she'll buy my cookies? Bro, you better stay the away from my girl, man. Like don't don't come near her, okay? You don't call her, you don't come near her, you don't come near me. You just need to get the out of here. I'm about to start 69. This figure out who you are and come right after you, man. Like, cause I ain't playing, bro. I ain't playing. Okay, so I'm, 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 I'll tell you what, man. I ain't gonna argue with you. I ain't gonna argue with you, but I, I'll get off the phone right now. I'll get off right now, and I'm gonna yeah, you call your girl. I'm gonna call your girl and see if you want to no. buy some cookies. No, 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 no. You ain't calling nobody. You, you just get, you, you get. I swear to God, I'm gonna find out who you are. I'm gonna find out who gave you that number. I'm gonna call you up. Like you don't, you don't call me trying to harass okay. me. Okay, hey man, hey, hey, you know what, Adrian? Cool. We still talking about it. All right, I'm gonna get the right phone like you. So, so, so I'll get off the phone like you want me to, Adrian. I'll do that. But let me let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this though. You sure you want me to call? You sure you want me to do that? Right? Ain't that ain't that her name? Man, you up an individual. All right, look, how much are these cookies? How much you want? Hey, man, hey, man. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Yeah. Tommy told me you would buy the cookies. Tommy? Tommy? Hey, man. Hey, man, check this out. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your co-worker got me to pray phone call you. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 my God. God, I'm going to kill him. Damn. Bro. I was so scared, uh, bro. Oh, God. Listen, listen. So, listen, Adrian, we have, beeped, we have beeped all the names so nobody knows the names at all, okay? You're good, bro. You're good. <laughs> all right, man. I, mm, you got me. Oh, God. I'm a, I'm a go I'm a take a nap man I I just used up all my energy I'm done. <laughs> oh God like. Hey what you got? <laughs> I I am going to 
you up, man. I can't believe you got me on this for real. <laughs> Tell me this, man. One more thing before we go, Ace. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvard Morning Show, man, which is what he's got playing every morning. Kill <laughs> Never let you. Never let your coworker know what you're doing. Never let your coworker. <laughs> you play too much. Okay. Man, how much is the scary part of that though was though he was at the end of it. How much is the cookies? <laughs> right. Because so he he can't get his information back to the house. <laughs> how much is the cookies? <laughs> that's pranking at his best, y'all. I mean, I don't know if y'all y'all ain't in the pranking business, but that's pranking. Hey, at his Tommy. Best. Tommy. Yes, sir. When you were gone, we have a question for you. About whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. So when I was gone, y'all had a meeting about me? No, no we have saying? a question. It's not a meeting. It was done on the air. So when yeah. I'm gone, y'all talking about me. Go ahead, let me hear no, what no, happens. No, 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 you know, you know that dog. that's like when I'm gone, how y'all talk about me. Same damn thing. Don't miss your day. If you miss your oh. day, you got <laughs> to pay. Yeah, I remember that. Is that uh, it? Is that's that how it goes? That's the rule. That's the HR rule. Don't yeah. miss your day. <laughs> All right, go so, ahead. Let me Tommy, hear you. The concern we have is after the pranks, okay. do we have to have praise and worship service <laughs> every was, time you a do a prank? And that we had that on the ad. Do we have to praise and worship you after every prank? What is that? What's the purpose? What's the purpose of coming back after the prank if we ain't gonna prank, praise, worship? Why? Why not? Yeah. Well, we don't want to do that, though. He's we, saying we. yes, Steve. No, I, I hear no. what he's saying, but what I'm saying is we don't want to do that no more. So nobody wants, so, it, okay, by show of hands on the Zoom, who don't want to prank praise after the show? Who after, doesn't after the prank? want to? Doesn't. Who does not want to? Oh, don't yeah, nobody. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like and prank that's every, praising. All the Zoom to. cameras is filled with hands. Hands. Two hands. Oh, it's Everybody like that. Hands. Oh, we got prank haters up in here. Oh, no, we don't have prank, prank haters. Prank. We have. We love the prank. We, we want to praise it. and worship the Lord. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. But not each you. one of y'all. I'm out for. I'm out for all of y'all now. Everybody getting pranked. All right, we're moving so be on. Ready. Well, You've been warned. You've been warned. Coming up next, strawberry letter, and the subject is. I wear boots. <laughs> subject is. <laughs> I want my boss so bad. Hey, we'll Shirley, get into that right after. Shirley, you're going to stop all this damn laughing. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter because you never know. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here. Right now. Mm-hmm. Could yeah, be yours. Just, you never know. Let me put my sexy on. Buckle up and hold on tight. Here it is. The one and only. The strawberry letter. That's another thing. <laughs> you got a list. We got another meeting. We got another meeting. All right. Here we go. Thank you, nephew. Uh, I want my boss so bad is the subject. <laughs> Dear Stephen Shirley, (laughs) I am a female in my mid-20s, and I started a new job a few months ago. While I love it, I'm planning to put in my notice because I found a better paying job. 
My work environment is very challenging for me because the entire time I'm at work, I'm fantasizing about my boss. When I'm at home, I'm always thinking about him. When I get dressed for work daily, I dress to get his attention. My boss is almost as old as my father, but I am so attracted to him that the age doesn't bother me. He's very sweet and loves his job and all of his employees. I feel like we have a meaningful, we have meaningful, we have had meaningful conversations alone and occasionally flirt with each other. While I'm with him, my mid, my mind sometimes drifts oui. off and oui. I can't help but imagine oui. us in various sexual positions Shirley. all over the office. You, you missed a line. Back up where you say, while I'm with him. You say, it's when. Oh, okay. There you go. You missed it. I got to find that. <clears throat> oh, when I'm with him, my mind sometimes drifts off, and I can't help but imagine us in various sexual positions all over the office, at my house, outside, any and everywhere. He's made it clear that our company's policy prohibits coworkers being in relationships or hooking up. I'm pretty sure he told me that so I would know he wants me, but he can't have me because he might get fired. I can't wait to see his reaction when I tell him that I plan to leave and get another job. The way he responds will tell me if I should pursue him once I'm working somewhere else. I hope that he feels the same way about me because I would have left a really good job over nothing. I'm thinking I should test the waters before I resign, but how do I do that? Do I come out and tell him that I'm head over heels for him, or do I play it cool and brush up against him and see what he does? He has told me that a man will let a woman know if he wants her through his actions. What if I'm the only one that wants to have sex? How should I proceed here? All right. The first thing I'm going to say to you is you need to come all the way down, okay? Are you paying attention to what's really going on here? This man, your boss, who you say is several years older than you, has given you no indication whatsoever that he's interested in you. And I'm sure as a man he's noticed you, but he hasn't acted on that. In fact, he's done just the opposite. He's told you in his cool, old-school way that when a man wants a woman, he will let her know by his actions. He hasn't done that. He also said... It's against company policy, and you know this as well, to date each other, to hook up. He's not trying to lose his job. He's not trying to do that. You said he loves his employees and he loves his job. Uh, You, on the other hand, are going to quit your whole job because of your fantasies about him. You say you like working there. Uh, If you quit, you think you'll then have a chance to date him. Just nowhere in this letter did you say he had the least bit of interest in you that way. Uh, I, I just think you got to look at the facts here, and the facts don't say that. The facts say that he's completely not interested, and you got to deal with that. Maybe you need to go on to this other job because I don't see any good coming out of this if you stay here. Steve? Wow. Little girl. <laughs> All by myself. I thought you were going to sing. Lady, you all by yourself. I, I I can't believe that you've gone this far with all of the, you've played this thing all the way out, and everything is based on your fantasies. You've completed a whole scenario. 
How long have you been up in your head? All by myself. How long have you been going up in that head of yours alone, just dancing around naked? You've been all over the office with this. You you just, you everywhere. And I wish I, you haven't, you didn't say how long you've been at the job, but in your mid-20s. Oh, I see. You started a new job a few months ago. So let's say 90 days, 120 days. And you love it, but you're going to put your notice in because you found a better paying job. Okay, cool. Go do that. But now here comes the rest of it. It's been very challenging for you because the entire time you at work, you're fantasizing about your boss. We're going to get into this letter on the second half about what's going on. But when I'm at home, I'm always thinking about him. When I get dressed for work, I dress to get his attention. My boss is almost as old as my daddy, but I'm so attracted to him. Age don't bother you. He's sweet, loves his job, all his employees. You feel like you have meaningful conversations alone and occasionally flirt with each other. When I'm with him, my mind sometimes drifts off and I can't help but imagine us various sexual positions all over the office at my house outside, any and everywhere. He's made it clear that our company policy prohibits co-workers in relationships from hooking up, but guess what you came away with that? I'm pretty sure he told me that, so I know he wants me. <laughs> right. It's company policy! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hang on, Steve. Hang on. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour of the subject. I want my boss so bad. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. It is, I want my boss so bad. Little girl, little girl, let me just get this out the way. This entire letter has been played out and written in your head. You've been up in your little brain just dancing around in your mid-20s, and you've created all of these scenarios. Now, I don't doubt that you're attracted to this man. I know you're fantasizing about this man. I don't know if this man has had a thought about you one way or the other. I have nothing in this letter that says he shares the same thoughts as you. You said, this was the that let me know where your head is at in this whole letter. You said, after you fantasize about having these various sexual positions all over the office at your house and outside and anywhere and everywhere, he's made it clear that our company policy prohibits coworkers from being in relationships or hooking up. Then you said, I'm pretty sure he told me that so that I know he wants me. <laughs> Little girl, these company policies were not written so you know, so you would know that your boss wants you. These company policies were created to prevent in-work relationships that will hamper, hinder, and cause the company not to be as productive or profitable. Come on, HR. This is why these were created. (laughs) Nan, she said, but he can't have me because he might get fired. So let me tell you something about this man right here. Uh, well, first of all, let me finish the letter. Uh, I can't wait to see his reaction when I tell him I plan to leave and get another job. The way he responds will tell me if I should pursue him once I'm working somewhere else. 
I hope he feels the same way about me because you don't know that because I would have left a really good job for nothing. So really the reason you're leaving this job is so you can pursue this man. It ain't the really that you found a better paying job. It's just that you want to get free so you can pursue this man. Because you said, because if I would have left at a really, if he doesn't feel the same way about me, I would have left a really good job over nothing. I'm thinking I should test the waters before I resign, but how do I do that? We're not going to tell you that. Do I come out and tell him I head over heels for him, or do I play it cool and brush up against him and see what he does at work? You finna go over there and just rub your ass up against this man? Oh, <laughs> Wait, at the job? <laughs> You finna do what, little girl? <laughs> or your breast? Are you gonna run your breast across his chest? Which which one you gonna do? <laughs> and then uh, it would let me a woman. Uh, he told me that a man will let a woman know he wants her through his actions. What if I'm the only one who wants to have sex? Because he was trying to help you understand something. A man will let you know by his actions, but he's shown you no actions. He tried, He could be giving you a little lesson, little girl. How should I proceed here? All right, here go the facts. All this is built on your fantasies. Number two, you're in your head all by yourself. Number three, you want to have an affair. Number four, this man ain't about to risk his livelihood. And here's one you haven't thought about. This man is in a relationship. I promise you he is. You didn't mention that. You didn't mention if he was married. You didn't mention if he was dating anyone. You didn't mention if he has children, grandchildren. You didn't mention any of that. You've totally ignored what you're trying to do here without any consideration for cause and effect. What's wrong with you? Take this fantasy you got somewhere and go have it with somebody that you can live your fantasy out with. What you all up in this old player's business for? This man has someone. This dude ain't walking around with all this swag and all this power and money and ain't got no girl. But you don't care about that. Now let's get to the title of this letter. I want my boss so bad. Girl, you know how many times I've been here? Wait, wait. I mean, wait. I just can't uh-uh, imagine. Wait. No, no, don't get into it now, all this laughing. You know how many times I've been here? If you can see the looks of these women's faces on this Zoom screen right now. Let me explain something to you. Girl, ain't no telling what's going on in their little heads over here. We don't know none of this right here. You know, I feel for them every day. They can come in here and got to see all this. I know what this is your boss is going through. Monica over here, Carla over here, Shirley over here. And they can't even do nothing. They got husbands. And good dudes, too. Got some good husbands. I like Uh both of them. I like Nesto and Tosh. They good dudes. But, you know, they ain't always been married to these men. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm pretty sure somewhere when they found out that the big dog wasn't available, they had to go on and move on with their life. (laughs) Now, one of them could still be hanging on for dear life. Because Mississippi ain't made a move right now. I don't know what she waiting on. I'm pretty sure this letter ain't about me, but it sure feel like, because I got a way of turning all these letters around on me. Because yes, yesterday when, when we said, I want my boss so bad, oh, they laughing their ass off. 
Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at uh, steveharveyfm.com on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Checking up, uh, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have sports talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time now for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Oh, my God. First off, man, uh, Tommy, I think we need to start looking at agents, and I'm available. Uh, okay. If you need, if you need a agent, because uh, I want to give a shout-out to my man, my little nephew, Jordan Miles with a two-run home run, man, Little League Baseball. <laughs> Go ahead, Jordan. Joy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw it, man. He got it down, man. He, he getting used to hitting home run. <laughs> Boy. I'm just yeah, a man. proud papa, so yeah, I'm up for any agency, you or Steve, anybody. <laughs> hey man, how, how'd that feel, man, to see your son hit a home run? And you ain't never hit one. Mm-mm. Hey, hey, I ain't know where that question was going. All right I, now, I can honestly say I've never done what he's done. I can honestly say I ain't yeah, done. Yeah, I'm saying, no, how, how, how old is Jordan? Ten. Okay, you need to go out there and try to hit one so you can see the feeling he got. He came. No, I'm not. I'm not tearing my back out. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not trying to hit that ball. <laughs> okay, well, I know I'm what I can't do. That's good, man. Well, congratulations <laughs> to George, man. I'm proud of him, man. Now Thank let's you, move sir. on, man. B- biggest sports story they talk about, man. He back. Cam Newton back with the hey. Carolina Panthers, and this is this is really cool, man. Because like you said early in the show, this is a great comeback for Cam Newton, man. I'm a Cam Newton fan. I love Cam, mm-hmm. man. Now, now, let's take a journey. He was released from the from the New England Patriots on Tuesday, August 31st, 2021, from the Patriots. He got released. From August, September, October, he ain't even playing football. Like I said, he was eating a bowl of cereal last week. On November 11th of this year, he signed with the Carolina Panthers. Now, he signed a one-year deal for 10 mil. It's worth up to 10 mil, 4.5 guaranteed for the rest of the year. Now, I'm looking for the little boy who told Cam he was going to be broke. Where is this boy at now? <laughs> Where is the little boy who talked to Cam at the football camp and said, you ain't going to make no more money? Where, Cam, I'm petty. I, I'm on the petty committee. Where is the little boy at now? We need to interview him. How he feeling this morning? <laughs> I mean, he learning like everybody else. Man. You know, you write him off and everything. And I'm sure when he got released by New England, I'm pretty sure the little boy was, I told y'all, I told y'all. Well, see, God God is not through. He ain't through, man. It don't matter how I look right now. No. Just keep just just keep waking up. Congratulations to Cam, man. Mm-hmm. And he showed out. Oh, man, he showed out Sunday, man. He yeah, showed Sunday. did, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Threw a touchdown out. and ran for a touchdown. And ain't oh, been yeah, in the Cam. team. But I had two practices and came back out like he never left. So, man, I just like the comeback story, man, not being written off. I think that's an important lesson for everybody. I, I don't care what it is you're doing. You can't ever give up on your dream, man. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm proud of Cam, dog. Way Love to go, you. man. Come Super on, Bowl man. next, Cam. Come on, give me one more. Mm. All right, then. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. the... <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't mind it, though. Season. I wouldn't mind it, but... Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Junior. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, what tactics do you use to kick people out of your house after Thanksgiving dinner? We'll talk about it right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, we all know Thanksgiving is next week. And uh, after the turkey dinner, after everyone's eaten and their waistbands have stretched to the limit, well, it's time for your Thanksgiving guests to go home, right? Well, unfortunately, you know, everybody's not ready to just leave. You know, they don't, they're not ready to go. Well, I hate so, that lay around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, 
we got to ask you guys, what tactics do you use to kick them out? Uh, you know, we don't want you to be rude or anything, but um, we have a couple of suggestions. Uh, you can stand no, up and... We don't, no, 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 we, 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 we got we our own. No you got you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, do we your own. No That's suggestion. even better. Go no, for it. We got our own. Tommy, you want to start? It. I started off. I actually, an hour out, start derobing. Because you got a nice shirt, nice pair of pants on, you yeah. dress nice. But I start to derobe, and by the hour after that, I'm probably the wife beater and draws. That that's yeah. a good sign. I'm start ready walking around scratching in front of people. <laughs> yeah, Junior, Junior, what you got? I, I'm telling you, this is what I do. First thing I do to get him out the house, I call the police and tell them there's a lot of loitering going around in my house. There's a lot of loitering <laughs> happening. People just around here. I need them out. Yeah, they pull up four, five cars deep. Black people start leaving. They see police cars. They gone. Yeah. I do this about halftime of the football game. This is my favorite move. That's a big yaw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I got more. Yeah. I, sometimes okay, yeah. I, I just got more. Go ahead. Sometimes I just start passing out sheets of aluminum foil. Yeah, to-go plates, huh? It's make your plates, wrap it up. <laughs> One sheet per person. <laughs> yeah, because you start putting that food away, you know, they get the message. Oh, you can just start tongue-kissing your spouse right there in front of everybody. I think they'll get the picture mm-hmm. right there. I think mm-hmm. you'll finally get it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-uh. I throw up Ain't Mary's green bean casserole. Ain't nobody ate it. People start leaving because they don't want a piece of that. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> Where my keys at? They'll get out of there if they got to eat that green bean casserole. Don't nobody eat it. Why is Mary's casserole untouched? Hey, I got to go, y'all. Yeah. Get I'll like- let a mouse loose. <gasps> Just head across the floor. You want to clear a room of black people out? Let a mouse loose. Yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Here's another one I do, huh? I, I know this, you know, the people that wasn't invited, which is usually the convicts, I invite them to say food left over. When they show up, everybody start leaving. Because you don't oh, know if you're going to get robbed. You don't know if you get held at gunpoint. Wow. Don't care if you family members, they going to come. Yeah. <laughs> That's child time. <laughs> child time. Child time. Yeah. Wow, Junior, you're extreme. That, that Do you bad, want the people out the house or what? But, Junior, that ain't bad because I've done two things similar to that. Mm. I've had a crackhead cousin of mine just steal a car <laughs> right before the football game starts. You know, because then you say, you know, because they get like that around here when it's dark. Oh, well, let me, oh, okay. I got to get my car up out of here then. Oh, you yeah. don't want yeah. them to stay to watch the game? They can't even nah, watch the game? Nah, hell no. Nah. Let's get that car stole. That's a three and then people, people, I, I, I mean, you get, yeah, there's been a rash of car thieves around here when it get dark. Oh, mm-hmm. well, let's get my car out of here before it get dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you got to get him okay. out of Or you can let your dog out. Now, because most black Ooh. people can't handle the dog. Let the dog yeah. in the house. With the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He run around just sniffing everybody. One last one for me. It was set up. This was my all-time favorite. Okay. I go downstairs and cut the power off. <laughs> That's a little extreme, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Extreme, I right. like that. Black yeah. eye, ain't no TV, and it's cold. Yeah. We, yeah. we said not being rude. That's not I ain't going to be rude. Don't be rude. That ain't rude. That's Turning rude. the power off. Go down there. They don't know it's me. Yeah. <laughs> But but, uh, did you go back upstairs, Unc, like you didn't even know it was going to I happen. go back upstairs and, and it's getting dark. I do it while it's still light where everybody Steve Harvey find their coat. Steve Harvey ain't supposed to go out. You know. We're talking about Steve Harvey, Bob. That ain't supposed yeah. to happen. Yeah. 
Yeah, Steve, they know it's you. You've yeah. done this before. Yeah, I'm going to say, I go outside, I shut the All generator right. off and everything. <laughs> Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Uh, we'll have more of today's trending stories and more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So our friend Kevin Hart's son, Hendrix, was treated to the most epic birthday ever at an L.A. Lakers game. First, Russell Westbrook took off his shoes he wore during the game and gave them to Hendrix. Then Anthony Davis gave Hendrix his jersey. Then Carmelo Anthony followed suit and gave his sneakers to the birthday boy. Kevin posted, he is taller than me and already cooler than me. Happy birthday, son. <laughs> wow. Oh, yes. that's, that's pretty uh, epic right there. That's dope. Uh, that's, that's, that's really nice. That, is. Mm-hmm. that was cool. You want my sneakers, Junior? Who? <laughs> well, I want your booties. <laughs> that's how small they are, their booties. Yeah. <laughs> Let them in a half. Why? I'll take them, Tommy. Just just hang them on my rearview mirror. <laughs> Whatever. See, you want my sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Man. No. Mm. That was pretty cool, though. That is. It's mm. yeah. nice. Jersey. Yeah. Two yeah. pair of sneakers. Kevin Hart. Nice. Yeah, mm. celebrating birthdays. Mm-hmm. and yeah. These kids Early, got your, your call is some of your uh, shoes. You I'll what? take them. What? Not, What'd you say? Never mind. He sorry. said, Shirley, give Carla, Carla some of your oh, shoes. Oh, yeah. We can exchange. Yeah, that's <laughs> different. For sure. All right, here we go. Coming up, in, <laughs> coming up in 33 minutes after the hour, we'll do a round of Would You Rather right after this. Marjorie, you can give me a bag, too, if you want. Uh-uh. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for... A round of Would You Rather with the guys. All right, here we go. Would you rather always say everything on your mind or never curse again? Oh, oh hey. hey. Come on. Hey, oh, that's all day. Hey. That's my whole hey. goal in life is to get there where I ain't got to care no more. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Everything hey. on your mind. Oh, everything hey. that's on my mind. Hey. I can't wait. And 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 and, and want to do it in my last comedy special when I ain't got to care no more. Mm. Mm. Oh. Hey. But if yeah. you do that, then you can never curse again. You can never cuss ever. What? What? And we said we wanted to do a. Hey. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why we so you say a. everything that's on your mind, but you can't yeah. curse. No. That's not an or. That's no. Not a, okay. no, you can't no. do it. If you either say everything that's on if your I mind. If I say everything that's on my mind, how you don't think ain't no cussing? You can't do it. Would you what? rather do that or never curse again? <laughs> All right, I'd rather cuss right now on my response to this. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that. You can't. Okay. Can't do yeah. that. Can't do that. Well, next one. All right. Yeah. Would you rather listen to music from the 70s? Hey. Uh-huh, yeah. Or listen to music from today. That was easy. I mean, oh, well, then give yeah. me A. You'll take A? You'll take A? Give me A. Have you okay. heard the music today? <laughs> yes, I have. I'm, I'm doing it today. I can't do all the sound. No, no. Skirt, skeet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tommy said today. And I can listen to Bruno Mars. I can listen to Anthony Hamilton. I can listen oh, to Charlie yeah. Wilson. What you talking about? What's wrong with today? 
Charlie is in the seventh. Beyonce today. What? We can't, what's wrong Charlie with today? Charlie Wilson releases current music today. Yeah, today. <laughs> but you can only listen to the stuff that's released today. Yeah, I'll take uh, okay. the 70s. 70s. Okay. All right. Oh, 70s. damn day. I can't. Yeah, All right. No uh, idea. I would w- die without that. Would you rather live? Would you rather live in Antarctica where it's cold or the Sahara Desert? B. B. Definitely B for me. Okay. No cold. (laughs) Junior. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah, Junior for sure. I had my ass out in Anchorage last. I'll be out there. I swear. I stay in the hospital. I won't even go. I I won't even go outside. Just pick me out. I gotta get. Okay. How hot is the desert? I'm gonna be all right. I'm. I'm gonna work with this uh, this desert thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think we had a, a similar one to this one. Would you rather go deep sea diving or B. bungee jumping? Uh-uh. Bungee Wait, jumping? Wait, I changed my mind. Change my mind. Sorry about this. Sorry about that. Ooh. Wait a minute. Deep yeah, yeah. sea diving or bungee jumping? He says sea. 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 There is no sea. Anything else. Yes, that's it. Deep sea diving. Deep sea diving or bungee jumping? Or bungee jumping. I'm going to do that bungee. I'm going to do that. I ain't fooling with that water, man. I'm going to do that bunch. You all, oh, yeah, you don't what? like that water. I ain't fooling with that right. water, Junior. All right, thank you, guys. Coming up next, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody learn anything today? Isn't that yeah, great getting yeah. up on it? Yeah, I learned I don't want Tommy's shoes. I know I don't need that. I learned. <laughs> you called them booties. I learned I will bungee jump before I go deep sea diving. <laughs> I've learned that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's a tough one because I ain't can't do either one. Oh. I yeah, damn sure can't have nothing bungee. go wrong in that water. But that cord can't break either, though. I, I know. I know. Yeah. That, long, it, that ain't but 30 seconds, though. You know how long we're going to be before we get to the bottom of this yeah. deep sea? The cord would be secure. The no, cord would be secure. Now. Now, I also I learned that I don't have to worship uh, Tommy after every prank. I learned that today, too. I'm glad. Thank you. <laughs> Father God. I just want to release to everybody from that. You know, after Dang. every is, prank, is, praise is, and worship. Thank you. I learned that. I mean, while you was gone, Tommy, okay. we just decided okay. Okay. we didn't want to okay. do it no more and want you to stop okay. asking us. Yeah. What do y'all want to do after the prank is over? Yeah, just, just let you sell your dates, talk about Ready for Love, <laughs> promote your shows. Yeah. It's the praise and worship we don't want to do yeah. no more. And also, Tommy, can we please stop? Can you please stop saying you're sexy? Can you do that for me? That's enough. I'm not going to do that. Now, that's not going to happen. <laughs> now, that one right there, you're not going to get. I don't that's even understand you why you insist on saying that because you never get anybody to co-sign that, ever. I never get anybody on this show to co-sign. We don't you this show. talk about believing in yourself and, you know, and all of right. that. All that motivation. Yeah, that, the, the, the he, great... just, he just Believing the in yourself. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's what he's doing. When he Look in that. the mirror. Mm-hmm. I Believe I in the wrong. outside of yourself, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the outside of you does not say sexy. Yeah. So, so are you saying so my mirror is lying to me? <laughs> On the I'm wall. saying you're lying to your mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we your know, mirror shows you the you, facts. Steve? Why does that bother you? Because it bothers a lot of people who don't. <laughs> why does it bother, it bother you? In you just got to thinking you was a sexy boss on doing the strawberry letter. No, you I didn't think got... I was a sexy boss. I've been wanted before. Though. <laughs> 
as, as a, a as damn. a boss fact. as a boss yeah <laughs> that's a, a fact let's be clear yeah oh, make please understand <laughs> crystal clear but now uh, that that's a fact you being sexy is is not a consensus i've never heard anybody anybody say man your damn nephew that boy so sexy I ain't Nobody even never, hey, 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 let me to tell you something, Tom. Tell you something else huh? is true. Oh, okay. Not a single girl ever came up to me and said, can I meet Tommy? Oh, oh you lying. Stop that, Ong. Stop that. Not that I don't one. even believe. Okay, <laughs> who, who? Mm-mm. No Tommy? one has okay, ever. Okay, hold on, Tommy. Tommy. No, no, Tommy. Have I ever introduced you to a girl? Is this a, a thing right now? Years and <laughs> years ago. But years you know I mean? and and what did I introduce her to you for? Oh. I forgot. It wasn't about a relationship. <laughs> it was that long ago. It, it wasn't about it a relationship. It was not about a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so this it was called She Wanted to Learn Something About Plays. And I said, let me introduce you to Tommy. Steve, he came on here on that very premise, the sexy nephew, Tommy's tips for ladies. Remember he used to do all that stuff? You know why we don't ladies, ladies. Let me tell you something. You you notice we don't do that no more. (laughs) (laughs) All this point to that. Sexiness is gone. It's all gone. It it ain't gone. It never took. We tried to, ladies, ladies, oh, man, we tried it for years. Fire, man. Them oh, the tips was fire, but wasn't nobody talking about Tommy. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Uh, okay, okay. Come on, Tommy. I got one. another ladies, come on. Ladies, come on, ladies, come on, ladies, 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 ladies. Yeah. How yeah. my ladies doing out there? We fine. <laughs> Remember all that? Cool. Yeah. yeah, you know how you know how you know how long we tried to push that down the public's throat. <laughs> but Steve, remember when we used to do our live remotes? We go around the country. We travel so much on this show, and yes, Tommy would come out, and he yes. would do that. What did you call that jump thing, Tommy? You do when you you that the African chicken wings, African the African, the African death, stroke. death stroke. Yeah, the African death yes. stroke. Remember, you know the ladies went crazy. Now, now he that. know about that because everybody uh-huh. in the family do that. Ask him, do we know about the African death stroke? Uh-huh. Steve, you yeah, have to learn that. the African death stroke because we know we not sexy. <laughs> oh, there's there's a story behind the tradition, <laughs> the generational. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you got to learn to that type of stuff, it. man, because you can't, you know. It, it ain't nothing. You, you can't just be regular. You already ain't attractive. Now you ain't got no skills. No. Yeah. You ain't attractive. You got to have other talents. You got to do something. Remember when he, well, okay, what about when he used to drive the Maserati and all of that? He raced, you know. Oh, remember the Maserati? Don't yeah. bring that car up. Don't, about, uh, no, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, talking, remember that Maserati? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You talking about the car I told him not to buy? Yes, he yeah. told him not to buy. I remember that. Yeah, how many times was he on the side of the road and couldn't a make lot. it to work because well, he that car stopped used... at the red light, man. Everybody was looking at me. I yes. just, I because you bought a used Maserati. 
Oh yeah, that's sexy. That's what he could afford back then. No, 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 no. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, no. It's nothing wrong with the pre-owned car. The problem is Thomas could always afford it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our morning show today. They knocked forty grand off of it because it's lost forty thousand in value. Y'all have a great day. We'll see y'all tomorrow. U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 